what's good the day is good the day is what it is and it is good because we make it good because that's what everything is do you get me it's like everything is what we make it these shadows that we're diving into week two of 30 days of authenticity shadows get a bad rap they're not necessarily bad in and of themselves to actually have a gift waiting to reveal itself within them. And if we approach it as such, as such will be. <laughs> okay, day 10, welcome to 30 Days of Authenticity created by Maria Vandenberg with Intention Inspired. Today's intention is I am the other. What does that mean? Let's dive into it. The other. Identifying and connecting with those we judge as different. So here's Maria explaining a little bit more about what we can expect in today's intentional session. Today's focus is on seeing if we can get to a place of seeing ourselves in the light and eyes of someone we consider outside of ourselves. Can we get to the point where ultimately underneath it all, there is some commonality? There isn't an us or a them. Let's explore. Alrighty, kicking it off with an affirmation. Feel free to repeat after me. I realize there is more to everyone than what it seems. On the deepest level, I know I can resonate and connect to things I see outside myself. Because ultimately, I know we all come from the same place. I am the other. All right, diving into our authentic challenge for the day. Today, let's look into and dive into people, cultures. It can be anything we previously have judged or haven't been able to connect to at all. So whatever it is that you've had trouble identifying with, what we're going to do today is try to separate ourselves from our judgment and try to approach things from the other's point of view. So whatever it is you can't identify with, dive a bit deeper. What do you think makes them identify that way and speak that truth? And again, don't judge. Try to see things from their perspective. Maybe make a list of things that you have in common. Where do they mirror you? Where is there a reflection? For me, it helps to recognize that 
If I was born into the situation that they were born into and went through all the experiences that they went through, I would be exactly where they are. I am them. I would be them if I were to go through what they have gone through. So I will turn it over to Maria as she highlights her own example of going through this in her authentic moment of clarity. Hi, everybody. Day 10. Day 10. I'm the other. So my authentic moment of clarity, I wanted to take a second and talk you guys through it because this is one for me has actually surfaced um, multiple times throughout my life. Um, The biggest example of learning to see myself in someone else's shoes for me exists on an incredibly deep level um, because it's my biological father. This is the example of it in my own life. Um, He's never been a part of my life. Um, And within the last two years, there was kind of a major event that happened where, um, but what it surfaced for me um, was this like childhood wound and issue of abandonment, abandonment and rejection and not feeling like I'm enough Um, and always wondering what's wrong with me um, that my father doesn't want to be a part of my life. Like why, why am I not good enough for my father's love and attention? Um, And that has impacted and affected every single relationship I've had with a masculine really uh, my whole life. So this is kind of a huge thing for me to work through is coming to see myself um, in the eyes of, of my father and, and seeing if I can understand his perspective. Um, and so what's helped me there is to take a step back and remove myself from my own pain and my own hurt and my own story. So the story I was telling myself is, I'm not enough, there's something wrong with me, um, and that's why I don't have my father's love. Um, So removing myself from that and trying to see if I can see myself through his perspective. And his perspective if I'm placing myself in his shoes, actually has nothing to do with me. And I know that sounds weird to say, but like, he doesn't know me. My father, my biological father does not know Maria Elizabeth Khadija Vandenberg. That's my full name. Um, What he knows is the idea that he has a daughter out there um, who exists and who he has, has not been a part of his life. And so for some reason, for him, it's easier for him to cope with the idea that I'm not his daughter or that, or to not want to have anything to do with me than it is to actually open his heart and himself up um, to me. And I don't know the storyline of why. I don't know um, 
you know, what he lives in a different world. He's Arab. There's different cultures. There's different standards. Um, that family is, um, you know, one of the more established family. I think I don't know that much about them, but there's a different world that he lives in that he's a part of. And when I can get to a space of seeing that it's not personal, it actually really doesn't have anything to do with who I am. Me, Maria Elizabeth Kitty Jovandenberg not being not being enough. It has to do with who he is, the world that he lives in, um, and his own his own issues, um, his own coping mechanisms, his own thoughts, his own reality. Um, and if I if I want to attach a personal story and remain in hurt um, and a, and a wound of abandonment and rejection, I can. Or if I want to shift out of that and try to be compassionate and see things from from his perspective and realize I don't know. I don't know the story. I don't know why he's choosing to make the decisions that he's doing. Um, but I do know that it's not personal. And it isn't a direct reflection on anything that actually has to do with me and me being enough in and of myself. So that's where I got with I Am The Other. It allowed me to see the perspective um, of my father removing my hurts and learning to be compassionate for him, you know, and his story, even though I don't fully know what exactly it is. So there we go. That is um, how I Am The Other is surfacing for me, how I was able to get to a space of being compassionate and seeing the world through the eyes of my uh, unknown, well, I know who he is, but I don't know him personally, uh, biological father and reaching a state of, you know, um, sort of acceptance for everything that is. Um, of course, there's a hope that someday I do get to know him, but if I don't, I can accept the fact that it's not personal um, and that it is what it is. So, Hope you guys can reach something similar in whatever your examples are. And um, thank you as always for being here. Appreciate you. Love you. Uh, and I will speak with you soon. So for me, the homeless population in Portland has been something I have been having some resistance towards accepting. Perhaps partly because I'm a homeowner and I want my investment to increase in value. How shrewd. Though there's a myriad of reasons why I sense judgment and resistance towards accepting seeing someone dig through my garbage bins. But I know that they're just doing their best, just like me. Knowing this inspires me to have compassion and acceptance towards the other. Moving into our Akasha record, an excerpt from Maria's book, Crown Jewels, The Akasha Records, book one. Khalid was an extraordinary man who avidly wanted to help us bridge the divide. He had an inner knowing, an ability that drew him into the order of pragmatists, 
in the first place. This comprehension that there was more to all of this than what it seemed. He craved the knowledge to be able to scientifically prove it. Thomas stood in front of the room and made eye contact with each member of the order, hoping that his words were resonating. When Khalid joined, those of the light were his friends. We worked in partnership with them. What they took in faith, we used as incentive to study and scientifically prove. The divide, animosity, or hatred that currently exists was not present. So, therefore, what I am asking all of you tonight is to suspend your judgment of them. Suspend those thoughts of us being in the right and them being in the wrong. See if you can get to the state of mind of not seeing them as the other, of not thinking of them as separate or different from who we are. He stood still for a moment to get a sense of how his words were being taken in. Surprisingly, the order seemed to be listening to him. Maybe there was something in which they could relate. He remained hopeful and continued on. I want to tell you a story about Khalid. Years ago, his closest friend was a man named Thomas. They grew up together, spending their days playing in nature and enjoying life. One night, they experienced something that neither one of them could explain, which caused them both to make decisions that ultimately determined the course of their lives. Thomas preceded the events of the evening by joining of the service of the temple, and Kahalid processed by joining us. I won't go into detail of what's happening that evening because it's not my story to tell. The point I'm trying to make here is that they both experienced the same life-changing events and took actions in their lives which they believe to be sensible in light of that experience. Again, neither of them was right or wrong. I have asked you guys to suspend your judgment of those of the light, and that also includes your thoughts on the temple. For one night, I ask you to join me in honoring Kahalid by going to a place where his childhood best friend can honor him. It is a place where we can meet and be around the life, situation, and stories that brought him to us where we can work to no longer be divided, but to unite in our love and honor of this amazing man. Abdul paused to take a breath. <sighs> Will you all join me? Today's quote comes from Walt Whitman, who said, 
Be curious, not judgmental. All right, moving into our last inspiration for the day, our journal prompt. So bring to mind, have you been able to consider someone, something, some idea that you have previously considered outside of you or the other as the same? If not, that's okay. We welcome you to share your honest and most authentic truth. That's what this whole series is about. So be honest and go ahead and journal on this. So for me, to be honest, no matter how objective or compassionate my point of view is, I realize that it is still my subjective experience. So while I strive to be as inclusive and accepting as possible, there is still a barrier to accepting the other as myself. Which for me is a-okay, because my intention to be inclusive and accepting is there, so what follows will be what it is. And in some sense, I appreciate my ego for being the unique expression that it is. Because if I was able to accept the other as myself, well, we would all be the same. And where's the fun in that? And that wraps up today's intentional session on the other. Thank you so much for tuning in, listening, journeying through this authentic adventure with me. If there was something that inspired you about today's intention, I would love to hear from you. There's a few different ways you can do that. <clears throat> you can go to intentioninspired.com forward slash voicemail and leave me a message. And you can choose to keep it private or share it publicly on the podcast. You can also click the link to join the course intentioninspire.com and um, join our community who is going through 30 days of authenticity together and sharing in our private activity feed what is coming up for us. Because together we accomplish much more than we ever could alone with all of the wonderful reflections that everyone shares throughout the course. There's just so much to gain from it. So feel free to do that. Join us over there. Tomorrow, our intention is I am embracing. That's going to be a good one. I can feel it. So until then, I trust you will have compassion, acceptance, and love for the other today. And I will see you manana. Bye-bye.